the most productive age in human life, are you ready for this, is between 60 and 70 years of age. The second most productive stage of the human being is from 70 to 80 years of age, and the third is from 50 to 60. You are hearing stories from people whose lives have been interrupted, and yet they're using their stories to help others. Have you ever thought of using your story to help others by writing a book? or creating a podcast, well, then you're in the right place. Go to www.coachlaurie.com for all the details. Has your life, your dreams been interrupted? Good news. It is possible to reinvent our lives. People are doing it every day, and some are brave enough to share the struggles, disappointments, and challenges. If you are looking for a new beginning, a do-over, or to rediscover your passion, maybe even find a new one, then grab a cup of coffee and let's talk. Interrupted, Act 2, Reinventing Your Legacy, with your host, Coach Lori. If you're in your 60s, 70s, or 80s, and you're feeling like maybe you missed it, Maybe it's too late, feeling like I didn't do the thing I wanted to do, and now it's too late, too hard to start over. I have some excellent news for you. An extensive study in the USA found the most productive age in human life, are you ready for this, is between 60 and 70 years of age. The second most productive stage of the human being is from 70 to 80 years of age, and the third is from 50 to 60. The average age of Nobel Peace Prize winners is 62 years old. The average age of the president of prominent companies in the world is 63. The average age of pastors of the 100 largest churches in the USA is 71, and the age, the average age of the Pope is 76. So this tells us in a way that it has been determined the best years of your life are between 60 and 80. Is that good news or what? A study published in the New England Journal of Medicine found that at age 60, you reach the top of your potential and it continues into your 80s. So if you're between 60, 70, 70 or 80, you are in the best and second best level of your life. I was so excited when I read that, because so many of the women that I work with or that I'm in community with are at the age where maybe they're about to retire and maybe they did a thing that they loved, but then they think, well, I'm retired, I'm done. And often people who have done, I'll say like a regular job, when they retire, they want to do something impactful. And often people who have done impactful work most of their life want to do something mindless when they retire. All that to say, if this study is true, this is really good news because what we know and what we're hearing is people can't survive just on Social Security. Now, if they have had a 401k, they have some sort of retirement fund, they're probably going to be okay. But Some people, their life got interrupted. I work with people in recovery. They spent a lot of years in drug and alcohol addiction, and now they're climbing back into the world and into working, and they don't have that head start. Sometimes things happen. Remember when the stock market crashed (laughs) and people lost all of their retirement money? Things happen. Sometimes people end up with a death in their family they weren't expecting, 
Maybe they end up divorced. And when we look at the percentage of people that are doing okay, they're older and they're going to be fine, versus the percentage of people that maybe are a little nervous or fearful about going into retirement age because, face it, they can't retire. There can be a lot of fear around that. And often we don't even recognize it as fear. We see it as maybe failure. I didn't do all the things. I didn't set myself up well. Maybe you're not a math person and that great at finances, and so maybe you didn't do the things you feel like you should have done. And the reason I'm saying all of this is I believe there's a lot of shame. People feel like they failed, or maybe they followed their dream and they didn't get the financial reward they were hoping for, and now they're facing this future. They don't want their children to have to take care of them. They want to still be able to live life, and yet they're looking at maybe financial lack. Maybe they're having to downsize. I remember when some friends of ours retired and they couldn't keep up with the taxes on all of their beautiful property and they had to downsize. And I remember I wasn't very old at the time and I I was so sad. I thought, this is it? You work your whole life and then when you get to a place you can enjoy what you love, You have to downsize because you can't afford it. So often I hear women say things like, I didn't plan right. I was a stay-at-home mom, so I didn't invest right. When actually they did. They invested in their kids. But they're feeling at this age that they've failed. And what I discovered is there's a lot of us. There's a lot of people that feel like they're looking back going, wait a minute. What did I do? And the good news is, this is only the beginning. If our best life, if our most productive life is 60 or 70, think of what you can do. And we live in a world now that there is so much more we can do. If podcasting would have been available when I was a stay-at-home mom, I would have enterprised on that. There are so many things that we can do that won't take a physical toll on our body. How many people worked a job where they were real physical and they're like, I can't do that into my 70s and 80s. This is something else I see. People looking at their life going, I didn't do the thing or feeling like they missed the mark or feeling like it's just too late. But think about this. If you were to make a list of your accomplishments, of all the things you've done in all the years, you might be surprised at what you've forgotten about. And often we do things because we have to. If we have a special need kid, we take care of it. If we're a single mom, we figure it out because that's what women do. We figure it out. So if you were to look back on your life and make a list of all the things you accomplished, I learned how to sew. I learned how to clean house. I learned how to budget. All of the things you would be amazed. And what is so amazing about that is when you look at making money, The best way to make money is on your intelligence versus your service. So if you have learned things, if you know things, and you can write a book, do a podcast, create a course, a mentorship program to help people do and or get through the things you walk through, imagine you might be 
the answer to somebody's prayer. I've said this so many times. When I was a single mom, I really wanted to write a book or be a speaker. I wanted to do something that I would make money. A regular minimum wage job was not going to help me as the single mom of three kids. I needed a job that paid a lot. And I reached out. I asked for help. I asked people if they would mentor me. And they actually didn't really say no. They said, I don't know how. And the people I was asking to mentor me were doing the thing I wanted to do. And I remember thinking, why won't anybody help me? Why won't anybody teach me? And this was before internet. So it would have had to be by the phone, phone calls or letters. (laughs) Imagine that. But I wanted somebody to show me the way. And because I couldn't get anyone in those fields to step out or step up, I had to figure it out myself, and I wasted so much time and so much money. Did I write that book? Yes. Did I get on stage and speak? Yes. I finally did it, but I often think how I could have done it sooner and supported my family better had I had a mentor or support. And yes, we have YouTube. Yes, we have the Internet now. But there is something about learning from somebody that you know, like, and trust. Like we can all invest in these really high ticket programs where we know we'll never actually even get to talk to the trainer because they're so busy. They may have coaches. They may have people that can help us. And I'm not dissing those because I've bought into several of those big programs to learn things. And I'm so grateful. But when you think about what you know and how you can help people and they'll have access to you, be able to talk to you, be able to learn from you. And there's this feeling, especially with our generation, the older generation, of how can we charge for that? And I heard an amazing thing from Coach Eileen Wilder, and she got it from a pastor that she loves. And she talks about how where our treasure is, there is our heart. When we invest money in a thing, our heart is there, and we will actually do the thing, learn the thing. But if we never invest the money, and I saw this when I was teaching recovery coaching, a lot of people really couldn't afford to pay for the coaching when they just came out of recovery. But what I discovered is there were the few that were grateful and that really put it to use. But so many of the people that didn't have to pay never did anything with their coaching certificate. In fact, many of them didn't even bother to print a national coaching certification. So when you're looking at your later years, and maybe you don't need to make money and you just want to volunteer, that is awesome. But if you are in your later years and you still need to make an income and you think about what we started this with, that 60 to 80 is the most productive time in your life, what would you do? If you could do anything, what would it be? See, I think sometimes we get to this age and we get fearful, we get worried, we look at future and have an expectation of what it should look like. But when we let go of the shoulds, I mean, how many times in your life has somebody said, oh, you're so good at this, singing, writing, dancing, cleaning house, organizing, you should teach it. Now, I don't believe in shoulds, but... When people are saying those kind of things to you, what are people asking of you? Is it something you can teach? And here's the other thing. When I was a single mom and I was doing anything I could to make extra money, I was gardening, I was sewing, somebody asked me to hem their pants. And I was like, are you kidding me? 
Anybody can hem pants. Well, you know what? Nope. I knew how to do it, so I thought everybody did. But the truth was, there were a lot of people who needed their pants hemmed. And I made quite a lot of money hemming pants. So there may be something you do that you think is not worth being paid for or that anybody could do, but maybe take a look at it. Can anybody do that? Do you know how many millennials don't cook and they would love to have somebody cook meals for them once or twice a week? So many of the simple things that we take for granted that we know that we know or that we learned that we just think anybody can do it. It could be the next thing that you do to bless others, support yourself, (laughs) to create that next career. If you are in your 60s or your 70s and you're feeling like you missed the mark, guess what? You didn't. Isn't that good news? So what are you going to do? Some people don't have to do anything. And in a way, maybe that's a curse because maybe they won't do the next thing that's going to bring them so much joy and so much love and meaning in their life. And you might say, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know. Here's the thing. Most people don't. If you look at all the people you know and how many of them actually knew as children what they were going to become, it's very few that actually always knew they were going to be a doctor, always knew they were going to be something. We learn as we go and we try different things. One of the things I tell people when they're job hunting is to volunteer because when you go volunteer doing something you love, you often don't realize that there are actually jobs in that field. And now that you're in it and you're volunteering and people know who you are, there's a possibility to get hired or make some extra money if that's the thing for you, or to just volunteer and bless the people around you. When we're young, the future seems so far away. But when we get to that age, when we get in our 60s and 70s, and we look at our future, it's really easy for panic and fear to set in. And if we let that get a hold of us, We're going to miss out on something that might be the very best time of your life yet. This new study (laughs) gives me a lot of hope. And of course, before I heard about the study, I knew people who started later, Colonel Sanders. Uh, Look at the things that Martha Stewart is doing in her 70s. (laughs) Some of you have heard of John Maxwell. He reinvented his life at 60, became a coach. How exciting that we can start to dream a little. If you could do anything, what would it be? I dare you to give that some thought. And I dare you to make a list of all the things that you have accomplished and look at it. Because if you're like me, most of us women, we accomplish a lot, but we rarely stop to pat ourselves on the back. We rarely see the things we do as an accomplishment. My cousin Donna and I, when we were raising our kids, we used to laugh and brag that we could fix anything with twine and duct tape. We could fix anything. That is something that we accomplished. We figured things out. So maybe your life's been interrupted, or maybe you've just done something to survive. And now you're in your 60s, your 70s, your 80s. So if you're like some people I know, if you fall into that category later in life, that you'll be encouraged and hopeful, you'll make the list, and you'll look at what you can do next, that life isn't over. It's just beginning, and you can actually be the most productive you've ever been in your life at this time in your life, and that you don't have to live in fear and worry but you can know there is a hope and a future. Do you have brain fog? Are you exhausted all the time? 
Do you struggle with depression? How about cravings? Imagine an enzyme that turns sugar into fiber. For a link to order your bottle, email me at lacoach at comcast.net. That's L-A-C-O-A-C-H at comcast.net. Okay, three things we learned today. If you are 60 or older, that is excellent news because you are in the most productive time of your life. If you are feeling like you're the only one that didn't plan well for retirement or things aren't working out the way you had hoped, you are not alone. And thirdly, isn't it wonderful it's never too late to live your dream? If you love this podcast, here's a big ask. Will you share with your friends and family? Subscribe, give us a review, and a five-star rating so that others looking to reinvent their lives will be able to get the help they're looking for. Thank you in advance.